It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Hello, everyone. This is Stacy Hall, and this is Natural Approaches for Comforting Feelings of Grief and Disappointment. I am a certified natural therapies coach. I am a licensed spiritual healer and a certified aromatherapy coach. And I believe that all of us, at one time or another, do experience feelings of grief and disappointment. And we're going to be talking about how do we get to grief and disappointment and what can we do to help ourselves come back up to a level of enthusiasm using physical approaches, emotional approaches, mental approaches, and spiritual approaches. And I also want to let you know my co-host is here, Dortha Heist. For those of you who have called into the chat line, so you're on your computer and your phone, you'll be able to see her messages. I'll also be sharing them. Dortha is the author of Rising Above the Ashes, Reigniting Your Joy After Any Loss. And you can find it on Amazon. Or you can get an autographed copy from her at risingabovetheashes.com. Risingabovetheashes.com by Dortha, D-O-R-T-H-A, Heist, H-I-S-E. I also am a best-selling author, and my book is called Chi, C-H-I, as in energy, to be, Chi, to be, and you can find it on my website at chi to be.com, and you can subscribe to my weekly attraction tips. Those are free tips that will keep your enthusiasm high, so you can stay in the highest reaches of the attraction zone so you can attract all that you desire with velocity and ease. So when you subscribe for free to the attraction tips, you'll also get a free audio coaching program from me. So that's our sales pitch, if you will, in case you were wondering. It's now done. What we're going to focus on, I'm going to unmute the lines one at a time. I'm going to ask if you're on a speakerphone, please come off of your speakerphone. Come off of it because we get feedback. And if you're sitting by your computer and your speakers on your computer on, please turn your speakers off because we'll get feedback on that as well. If you have background noise, please star six your line, star six, and that'll mute your line during the times that you have background noise. And again, I appreciate the fact that we have people here from Missouri and California and Wisconsin and Tennessee and Nebraska and Oklahoma and Illinois and California. It's just very exciting and Nevada as well. So now I'm unmuting the lines, making sure they're all clear so we can all hear. I like to have the lines open. So, okay, so we've got a little bit of background noise on one of the lines. We'll keep an eye on that. I like to have the lines open so that we can all have a chat together. So, first, let's talk about what causes grief and disappointment. And you can say, well, duh, Dave, it's, you know, experiencing a loss. Well, true, but not all losses create grief and disappointment for us. And I've thought about this for a very long time, and only recently did I come across an explanation that I find is absolutely amazingly profound. And it came to me from Robert Tennyson Stevenson, Robert Tennyson Stevenson. He has a company called Mastery Systems. You can check out masterysystems.com. And he talks about a hierarchy 
of emotion. And that grief is sort of in the middle of the seven steps or the seven emotions. At the top is enthusiasm. Enthusiasm is the place where we feel connected to everything, in charge of our lives, happy about what's happening, enthusiastic. But sometimes our enthusiasm wanes because we've experienced pain in some way. Something has caused us physical or emotional or mental pain. And there goes our enthusiasm. Well, if we don't deal with the pain, if we don't allow ourselves to feel the pain, talk about the pain, bring love to the pain, if we shove it down, that pain will turn to anger. And if we feel the anger but then choose not to address the anger so that we can come back and look at the pain, and then eventually, quickly, come back to enthusiasm, that anger turns into fear. And if we're not willing to look at what we're afraid of, then it turns into grief and disappointment. Now, you don't have to believe this, but I'm letting you know that for the last three months since I learned this concept of the hierarchy of emotions, I've been looking at the places in my life where I've experienced grief and disappointment. And sure enough, right above that grief was fear. And sure enough, right above that fear was anger. And right above the anger was pain. And when I allowed myself to look at each of those and bring comfort to each of them, which is what we're going to talk about today, sure enough, I was able to find a way to feel enthusiastic about life again. I may still feel a loss or a sadness, and it's not debilitating to me. Okay, it seems like I'm going to be um, muting a couple of lines here to see if we can reduce the sound. Okay, there we go. If your lines are muted, um, I'll unmute the lines again in just a little bit when we're ready for a group conversation. And uh, thanks for understanding. So that's where I'd like us to consider is that grief is actually linked to pain. Linked to pain. And if we can allow ourselves to bring love to the pain, we will be able to release the grief that much sooner. And I do believe that this does uh, map on to, you know, we've heard the stages of grief that people go through. I do believe that as they go through it, they're making their way back up the ladder towards enthusiasm. Dorothy, if you have thoughts about that, feel free, of course, to chat about it. And I'll check in with you in a little bit and read your thoughts at any point that you choose to share them. So I would like to start by talking with you from a book that I love called Aromatherapy for Healing the Spirit. Aromatherapy for Healing the Spirit. And it's written by Gabriel Mojay, M-O-J-A-Y, Gabriel Mojay. And he has a lovely way of talking about grief. And he feels that the root emotion of the lungs is grief. In other words, our grief tends to hang out in our lungs. And that was a surprise for me because I thought it would hang out in the liver. The point is, though, 
fear and anger hang out in the liver, according to him, but grief hangs out in the lungs. And you can probably hear I'm a little bit respiratory today. <laughs> and and that is for a variety of reasons. And those of you who know me well know that I have had lung issues in the past that I am in the process of supporting my lungs to get stronger. And so my respiratory system is the weakest part of my body. I will also tell you it's doubly affected today because the winds in Nevada, right here in Las Vegas, they're approaching pretty high levels. We've got some major dust rolling around. So that has an effect on me too. But I can tell you the reason my lungs are weak is because I dealt with a lot of grief and sadness for many, many years, and I did not know how to release it. So I'm going to share with you, before we go on, with Dorsa Sherry about her experience with grief. And she says that as she went through the loss of her mom in 2012, she said, I needed to fit into a box, meaning that if my grief didn't follow the steps, of the stages of grief, not the hierarchy of motions, but the stages of grief, then she felt something was wrong with her. And she learned through her own experiences she didn't have to fit those stages, that her grief was her own, and everyone's grief is unique. And she also learned about grief settling in the lungs. So is it true that everybody who has some respiratory conditions has some grief? Probably not, but grief does tend, and there's been a lot of research on this done by naturopathic doctors and scientists, that that is the place where grief hangs out. And so he says, grief has an important and positive role to play as a process of both accepting and of letting go of loss. It only becomes a disharmonious emotion when the process is impaired. In other words, when we choose not to look at the pain of the loss. And so what happens is, because there's an inability truly to grieve or weep because we won't feel the pain, the individual is oppressed instead by a feeling of emotional vacancy, which is what he calls grief or melancholy. And he shares that he likes to use the essential oil of cypress for this emotion, along with frankincense and myrrh. These three oils were traditionally employed as funeral herbs and oils, and were thought to provide a source of spiritual comfort to be of value through the grieving process. And so it helps to transform us by helping us to relinquish which no longer serves or fulfills us or that which we can no longer experience. So if we're stuck and unable to move forward in some way, you might want to experience cypress or frankincense and more. Other oils that he feels help with moving grief through and being able to experience the sense of loss so it's not held in our body would be clary sage, eucalyptus, Hyssop, H-Y-S-S-O-P, hyssop, also a biblical oil. Pine, tea tree, marjoram, orange, and rosemary. He specifically says that hyssop and pine oils Cypress and eucalyptus encourage us to outgrow the limited and to let go of the outworn. If that's what you're feeling the loss of, something that no longer serves you, 
And where feelings of confusion have come into play because the pain and the grief have been shoved down so deeply, then Roman and German chamomile can help because they're clarifying and they revive our instinctive sense of knowingness. So let's talk as well about what else supports the lungs and the respiratory system to stay strong. And I'm turning to Rediscovering Nature's Essential, a simplified essential oil desk reference by Dr. Amanda L. Luke. She's a doctor of chiropractic. And she says that the respiratory system consists of organs that help you breathe, including the lungs, the nasal passages, the sinuses, the trachea, the bronchial tubes, the pleura, the diaphragm, the alveoli. The respiratory system's goal is to deliver oxygen throughout the body and take the carbon dioxide out. When we breathe, we also bring irritants and contaminants into the lungs. These irritants make our lungs susceptible to damage and other issues. So to keep and support a healthy respiratory system, we use the oils, she says, of eucalyptus, frankincense, also peppermint and lemon, copaiba, myrtle, Ravansara, Dorado Azul, that's spelled D-O-R-A-D-O, second word Azul, A-Z-U-L. It's an oil from Ecuador, as is Copaiba. Melaleuca, Idaho Balsam Fir, Lavender, and Myrrh. She talks about how important it is when we are wanting to support our respiratory system, that we receive body work from a licensed chiropractor, massage therapist, or physical therapist to eliminate sugar from our diets, which easier said than done, I think, for people who are grieving, we can often turn to those sugary sweet snacks or chocolate, right, We want to feel better. Also, to support the lungs, eliminate environmental toxins such as air fresheners and scented soaps and detergents and toxic cleaners. Daily deep breathing. So think about how important it is to breathe life into ourselves. So let's take a moment now. Everybody put your feet flat on the floor. Uncross your arms and your legs and close your eyes. Breathe in through your nose and smell the moment. Feel that delicious, clean air coming in through the nose, through your respiratory system, filling your belly with fresh oxygen. And then breathe out with a little your mouth to let go of what no longer serves you or to release simply to bring some movement into your body that may have become tight with grief and disappointment. Let's do this three times. In through the nose, smell the moment. Smell the belly. Hold in that oxygen. Out through the mouth. Breathe in through the nose. Fill the belly. Through the mouth. As many times as one can possibly deep breathe to be able to get more movement into the physical body, the emotional body, the mental body, and the spirit body, the easier it will be 
to be able to know we're here and we're present and we're okay and we're still alive. Makes it a little easier to deal with the pain. And she also suggests diffusing. For those of you who are wondering how to use oils, of course, always consult the label on your bottle of oils. Only use your oils in the way that they are instructed to be used on the label, on the bottle. And if your oils can be diffused, use a cold air essential oil diffuser with your therapeutic grade oils. If you don't have a diffuser, doesn't mean you can't diffuse. Here's a couple of ways you can diffuse if your bottle of oil are instructed to be diffused. You could drop a few oil drops at the bottom of your shower, turn on the steam, you know, the water until it steams, and then the molecular structure of the oils will travel on the steam into your room, into your house. Very inexpensive way. I always say friends don't let friends burn oils, even if they're instructed to be burned, because burning an oil changes its molecular structure and is most likely transforming it into a toxic substance. But you can also take a cotton ball, a pure cotton ball, put a few drops of your oil in the cotton ball, put it in the vents of your home or your car, or you can simply inhale out of the bottle if that's what your oils instruct you to do. Now, um, let's talk a little bit more about the respiratory system and the feelings that are contained there. Then we're going to talk a bit about juicing to increase our immune system. And then we're going to open up the phone lines to chat. So the respiratory system, and I'm sharing with you from another one of my favorite books, Ultimate Balance, by another chiropractor, Leanne Deerduff, D-E-A-R-D-E-U-F-F. She talks about the lungs. She also feels that they are the seat of grief and sadness and rejection, and she offers the following affirmations for us to say. So, I'm going to say it out loud, I'll go slow, and I invite you to say these affirmations with me three times, and notice how they feel in your body, how they feel in your body. I love life. I love life. I love life. Now let's all three say, I choose life. So three times. I choose life. I choose life. I choose life. And three times we'll say, I am filled with joy. 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 Now, for some people, it may feel like you're just saying the words, and that's okay. Just say the words gives your mind something else to think about, something else to focus on. It lightens the load. And now what we're going to do is we're going to say all three statements and we're going to put in front of it, there's a real possibility that. So there's a real possibility I love life. And we'll say that three times. Because now our mind will allow more of that energy in. 
So let's go ahead with, there's a real possibility I love life. There is a real possibility that I love life. There is a real possibility I love life. There is a real possibility I love life. And they will say there's a real possibility I choose life. There is a real possibility I choose life. There is a real possibility I choose life. There is a real possibility I choose life. And now there's a real possibility I am filled with joy. There is a real possibility I am filled with joy. There is a real possibility I am filled with joy. There is a real possibility I am filled with joy. Notice how your body feels. And if you feel any bit slightly different, before you said these phrases. Another one I like from Robert Tennyson Stevenson is I love, I touch, I feel, I breathe, I stay. I'll say that again. I love, I touch, I feel, I breathe, I stay. And one more time. I love, I touch, I feel, I breathe, I stay. Always fills me with calmness and with possibility. See, when we can give our mental body something more to focus on than just the grief and the disappointment. It enjoys that. It can multifunction. And giving it the higher vibration of possibility allows us to be able to lift our spirit versus continuously focusing on the grief, which just gets bigger and darker and blacker and lower in vibrational energy. So before we go on with a few more exercises and then into juicing and foods that support the body uh, to be able to stay more physically present so that we can support the mental, emotional, and spirit bodies, I'm going to unmute all the lights. And I'd love to hear what anybody is experiencing or considering or what might have changed for you. So your phone lines are unmuted. Would anybody be willing to share with me your thoughts, inspirations, or questions? Hi, Stacey. Hi, who's this? First name? Hello? Somebody said hello? I'm not quite sure. Oh, she looks to be muted again. Let's unmute that line. Hello? Hi, Stacey. Yes, and who is this? This is Christina. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, Christina. What's showing up for you? I love the idea of there is a real possibility uh, because in the past I had found that sometimes it was difficult for my body and my mind to accept the things that I could see were possibilities and there was just some resistance there. So I really enjoy the idea of um, the statement there is a real possibility to open that up and um, bring in those powerful statements to release the old. 
I'm so glad. That was given to me back in my 20s by a fabulous social uh, behavior therapist, Dr. Para, who at my blackest time, I, I mean, and I talk black time, I was considering leaving this world for a period of time because I got myself into a place where nothing seemed like it could ever make me happy again. And I told him so, and he said, yep, I understand. Your mind can't conceive right now of you being able to not feel the way you are because that's what your mind is focused on. But your mind has the ability to focus on other things if you feed it other thoughts. So you may not be able to believe, Stacy, that you could be happy again. And if you ask your mind to consider there's a real possibility you can be happy again, it will start bringing to you all the possibilities because the mind is a filing cabinet and it stores all your memories and it stores them as pictures and stories. So when you say there's a real possibility, it's going to want to please you. And it will bring you pictures and images of when you have been happy. And that will inspire you to remember it's possible. And if you can remember it's possible, you'll start looking today for opportunities to be happy. Because that's the way the mind works. So Cheryl has shared that she agrees with Christina that adding the statement of there's a real possibility before a few of the blocks she's had have helped them to be uncovered and to move past them. So thanks, Cheryl, for sharing that. Really appreciate that. Anyone have a comment, a question? Want me to repeat anything? Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and mute the lines again, um, unless Dortha has anything. Okay, Dortha, you appreciated what I shared, Um, the oils, thank you. And I thank, uh, again, the authors of Rediscovering Nature's Essentials and Aromatherapy for Healing the Spirit for bringing those to my awareness. I can tell you I use all of them, have used all of them along the way. Um, and I have also used some other techniques, and I'm about to share another one of the techniques with you right now. So I'm not sure how many of you might be familiar with this book, Releasing Emotional Patterns with Essential Oils, by Carolyn L. Mine, a doctor of chiropractic. Mine is spelled M-E-I-N. I'm going to go ahead and mute lines again for right now. We'll open them up again in just a moment. Okay, so Dortha has it, loves it. I'm so glad. I know that I had shared it with her at one time, so Dortha, I'm glad you've been using it. Well, what I love about this book is that Carolyn uh, has identified exactly, again, where we hold our emotions as well as Where do we want to touch or tap or apply oils? For those of you who are familiar with emotional freedom tapping, EFT, um, where would be the actual place that you would tap or apply an oil to let the body release it that much easier? And while it might seem a little crazy, it did to me at first, I have found that it actually worked for me. I love it. All right. So again, from Releasing Emotional Patterns with Essential Oils by Carolyn L. Mine, M-E-I-N, Doctor of Chiropractic. She says that when we are feeling grief, we want to step into the possibility of feeling happy. This is why I just told everybody about remember. If you tell in your mind there's a possibility you're happy, 
it'll start making it possible for you to feel happy or at least pretend that you're happy. You just got to remember a time you were happy and what that felt like in your body. So you feel grief. In order to be able to release it, you're not ignoring it. You're acknowledging there's grief there. You then choose to feel happy. Then you say the affirmation, change brings growth. Change brings growth. So let's say this three times. Change brings growth. Change brings growth. Change brings growth. And then the place that you're going to want to touch is your adenoids. And for those of you who don't know where that is, it's right at the top of the bridge of your nose. You can just pinch there. You can tap there. You can apply any of the oils that we've talked about already there. And you'll start to feel a release. Now, the oils that she suggests to place here would be Bergamot, elangolang, geranium, rosewood, lemon. Just be careful with lemon because it is photosensitive. So if you go out into bright sun, you might get a little uh, discoloration on the bridge of your nose because of how lemon interacts with the sun. Mandarin, as in mandarin orange oil, jasmine. Roman chamomile, palmarosa, rose. Rose oil, when it's pure, absolutely pure, nothing in it but oil from roses, or rose water, that's absolutely pure, has one of the highest vibrations of all substances known on earth. And when we can raise our vibration through prayer, or through high vibration thought or high vibration oils, we start to feel better about our situation. We start to feel comforted. So those are some oils. And the feeling of grief gets transformed by remembering or pretending. You know what they say, fake it till you make it? In this particular case, it's true. If your body can start to feel the vibration of happiness, it can start to shake loose the feeling of grief, moment by moment by moment. So now, before we get into foods and juicing and all of that, I'm going to unmute the whole lines again and love to know from anybody who has just done that exercise, did anything shift for you? And if you're concerned about saying your name, don't you don't have to tell me your name. Just curious if you enjoyed that exercise. Oklahoma, Nebraska, Wisconsin, Illinois, Louisiana, Tennessee, California, Nevada. Anybody want to share? Did you like it? Just say yes if you liked it. Yes. Well, that's one person, and the rest of you are, are still here. So, uh, yeah. Um, okay, great. You're all here. So if you like to just say yes, I can show your energy. Yes. Okay, good. Yes. Now, is there anything you came to the call that you wanted me to share that I haven't yet? Do you have a question for me? Have a really good time. I have a question. Yes, please. Go ahead. What's your question? Uh, where did you say, I couldn't understand you, where did you say to pla- place the oils? On the bridge of the nose, the top of your okay. nose. So rather okay. than the tip of the nose, up closer to the eyes. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for asking anyone else. Maybe this is what you came for. Maybe it wasn't. If there was something else you were hoping that we were going to share, 
we may have, we may still be getting to it, but just in case, ask me now, and I'll make sure to give it priority. Okay, now I'm going to trust that everything I'm saying and Dorothy's holding the space with as well is working for you. So let's start looking at foods that would support us when we're feeling grief because, honestly, the chocolate and the starches and all of that that we tend to turn to for comfort food actually lower the immunity of the body in a lot of ways, making it even more challenging to think positively. So I'm just going to go ahead and um, mute the lines again. There is a fabulous book that I have been given. It was a gift to me at a time when I was challenged. And it's called The Juicing Bible by Pat Crocker. The Juicing Bible. And again, the author is Pat Crocker. So for having supporting a healthy immune system, just remember the immune system consists of a complex collection of cells found throughout the body that are responsible for protecting the body against infections and the destruction of the cells. The skin and mucous membranes along with chemical substances like mucus, tears, and stomach acid are also an important part of the immune system acting as frontline barriers. And when the immune system does not work optimally, we see increased risk for challenges to the body. Support and enhancement of the immune system through consumption of whole foods, proper intake of water, regular moderate exercise, and mental relaxation can increase the body's strength of its immune system. So let's talk about some healing foods that can also support the heart because not only does the heart take a beating when we have grief in addition to the lungs. Or that's what I wanted to say. The heart is very supportive and it does take a hit when we are dealing with grief. So, the best heart-healthy juice ingredients or other ingredients are apples, apricots, blueberries, blackberries, Citrus fruits, but avoid grapefruit if you're using calcium channel blocker medication, of course. Cranberries, kiwi fruits, mangoes, melons, papayas, pomegranates, raspberries, red grapes, strawberries. Those are the fruits. The vegetables, asparagus, carrots, celery, dark leafy green vegetables, garlic, onions, squash, tomatoes. And then we've got herbs. Now, when you're dealing with herbs, there are going to be some uh, considerations. So, cayenne, chicory root, fenugreek seeds, garlic, ginger, hawthorn, linden flowers, Rosemary, stinging nettles, although that doesn't sound very fun, but stinging nettles is a herb, and turmeric, according to this book, are all safe for everyone. Now, dandelion leaf and root is also recommended. However, people who are allergic to ragweed are sometimes also allergic to herbs in the same botanical family. 
and Dandelion Leaf and Root is one of those. Also, burdock, calendula, chamomile, chicory, and echinacea. Okay, so these are often herbs that are recommended for various things, but if you're allergic to ragweed, you might have a sensitivity or an allergy to burdock, calendula, chamomile, chicory, dandelion, and echinacea. Also, feverview, that's fee, no, it's not, it's F-E-V-E-R, F-E-W, feverview, milk thistle, and yarrow. And if you're pregnant, especially stay away from yarrow. Now, if you're pregnant, limit your intake of parsley to a maximum of a half teaspoon dried or one sprig fresh per day. Do not take parsley if you suffer from kidney inflammation. Okay, that's not something that's often shared. I know a lot of people who love to put parsley in chicken soup, which we always hear is so good and so comforting. Um, Chicken soup is comforting. And especially if you make it from scratch and you throw in those carrots and those parsnips and turnips and leeks, very full of wonderful, wonderful root vegetables, very grounding. But if you're going to use parsley and you're pregnant or you've got kidney disease, You'll want to really limit it for pregnancy. Don't take it at all if you've got a kidney issue. Uh, Let's take a look at respiratory system. So the best respiratory juice ingredients or whole food ingredients would be for the fruits and vegetables, antioxidant-rich fruits and vegetables, Cruciferous vegetables, such as broccoli, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, yellow and red onions, and I'll give you some more. So the top common antioxidant fruits are acai, pomegranates, blueberries, cranberries, blackberries, prunes, raspberries and strawberries, a red delicious apple, sweet cherries, those would be acerola cherries, and black plums, as well as goji berries. I'm not sure why this book does not contain goji berries. There's been a lot of research done on goji berries, also known as wolf berries. In terms of herbs, garlic, ginger, oregano, pumpkin seeds, and thyme. Garlic, ginger, oregano, pumpkin seeds, and thyme. Also, she says, for the respiratory system, homemade vegetable broth, herbal teas, which you can make from the herbs, flax seeds, flaxseed oil, borage oil, Evening primrose oil, sprouted seeds and grains, and fish oils. So, from supporting the heart and the respiratory system, she talks about making an orange slushy, which sounds very good and very decadent, but it's not. So, I'm going to give you the ingredients for an orange slushy that she feels would be great for the respiratory system. And here's the ingredients. A quarter cup of natural yogurt, three fresh apricots, pitted, one orange sectioned, a quarter cup of frozen strawberries. Of course, you can always use fresh strawberries and just add ice later. A quarter cup of frozen acai berries, same thing, you can do fresh if you can find them or dried and then add a cup of ice. And a tablespoon of pumpkin seeds. So a quarter cup of natural yogurt, 
three fresh apricots pitted, one orange friction, a quarter cup of frozen strawberries, a quarter cup of frozen acai berries, and a tablespoon of pumpkin seeds. In a blender, combine yogurt, apricots, orange, strawberries, acai berries, and the pumpkin seeds. Process on high for one minute, orange will smooth. And she calls out an orange slushy. Now, she also talks about ruffies, which other people would call, of course, smoothies. And she says it's any food that's been made with the pulp from juicing or when you're also working with the whole fruit. And uh, versatile fruits or vegetables such as apples, carrots, and tomatoes can be juiced first and uh, or used in a smoothie, of course. And I'm going to tell you that I do something to give a boost to my smoothies and my juices. I believe that superfoods are especially important. But superfoods, like anything, can be organic or non-organic. So I've searched. I found a company that I will only buy my superfoods from. And I love the fact that they take a lot of the different superfoods and combine them into packages. So they have four combinations of superfoods. And the company is My Nutrition Advisor. My Nutrition Advisor. A-D-V-I-S-O-R.com. MyNutritionAdvisor.com. This way, if I don't have all the fruits and vegetables in season or I can't find them organically, by adding the superfood mixes into the smoothie, I've just given it a boost of nutrition, which supports my energy, which supports my emotions, which supports my mental body and my physical body and my spirit. So if you haven't heard of My Nutrition Advisor Superfood Smoothie Mixes, Go there, and I can give you a discount because I use a discount code, and I can pass it along to you. Uh, you can use discount code CHI2BE, C-H-I-T-O-B-E, C-H-I-T-O-B-E when you check out, and you can get a discount. There are lots of recipes there. Whether you use the superfood mixes or not, you can go on there and get ideas for recipes you can make to support your respiratory system, your circulatory system, any one of your systems to maintain them in a healthy way. So we have a few more minutes. I'm going to unmute all the lines again. This is your time to ask a question. If I did not bring to you natural approaches for comforting feelings of grief and disappointment, Please tell me what you would have loved for me to talk about. We'll talk about it now. Are you all still there? Just say yes. I know you're all still there. You have a lot yes, of work to play. Okay. Yes. Any? Yes? Yes. Okay, great. If it worked for you, if this call gave you at least one idea of something that you didn't know before that you might actually put into practice and see if it works for you, would you just say yes? Yes. Oh, good. I'm so glad. All right. Well, here's what I'm going to invite you all to do. Last exercise. Close your eyes. Put your feet flat on the floor. Uncross your arms and legs. I want you to talk to your physical body. Ask your physical body on a scale of 1 to 10, with 10 feeling completely comforted and 1 feeling intense grief, what score does it give to itself? And if that score is less than a 10, thank your physical body and say, what would you like me to do for you so you can come up to a 10. Listen to it. 
and then say thank you and let it know when you're going to give it. And then turn to your emotional body, your body of emotions, and ask on a scale of 1 to 10, with 10 being feeling completely happy and peaceful, and one feeling deeply grieved, what's the score your emotional body gives to itself? And if it's less than a 10, tell your body, thank you for talking to me, and then tell it when you're going to give it what it needs you to give to it. And then turn to your mental body, your body of thoughts, and ask it on a scale of 1 to 10 with 10 focused on positive, uplifting thoughts and one being disappointed, grieving thoughts. What score does your mental body give to itself? And thank it for telling you the score and then ask it what it would like you to do for it so it can come up to a 10. And then tell it when you're going to give it to it. And then thank you. And lastly, turn to your spirit body and ask your spirit body on a scale of 1 to 10. On a scale of 1 to 10. With 10 being feeling completely connected and comforted in your spirit. And 1 being feeling very distant and disconnected. What score does your spirit body give to itself? Thank you for talking to you. And ask it what it needs you to give to it so it can come up to a 10. Then tell it when it's going going to give it. And thank you. If you do nothing else, in times of grief. I promise you this will help you feel comforted. I hope that you are feeling much more comforted now. I'd like to remind you that you can receive uplifting tips from me at she2b.com. My dogs have just come over to say hello to all of you in case you're hearing that. C2B is chi-to-be.com. Click on Attraction Tips to get the free tips and my free audio. Also, I encourage you to check out Dortha's book, Dortha Heise, H-I-S-E, Rising Above the Ashes, Reigniting Your Joy After Any Loss. And you can get it on Amazon or get an autographed copy from risingabovetheashes.com. May you always feel blessed. May you always feel comforted. May you always feel at peace. If this call has been of support to you, thank you for sharing the recording with your friends and family. They can come back to TalkShoe, T-A-L-K-S-H-O-E.com, TalkShoe.com, and enter call ID 139756. 139756 is the call ID. To access this call, it will be up for months and years to come. Please return back anytime you would like to have a lift. And that, my friends, is the chief. Be well. Bye-bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.